guys, I want to talk to you about uh, the first question, actually. I want to ask you, so I know you mostly for like photos and stuff, and you talked about you did done a lot more creative direction. I want to know what was it like kind of like transitioning from like photos to more of a directing uh, standpoint? Um, it, it was kind of, okay, to be fair, mm-hmm. for me, I can't obviously speak on anyone else's yeah. experience, but it felt a lot more natural um, just because I wanted to... Like, I initially wanted to go into film um, because the person who put me, um, made me fall in love with images in general is my film teacher from high school, Mr. Wall. Shout out, Mr. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to go into film, but I did, I, when I got my first camera in high school, I didn't really have, like, um, people to make, like, short films with. So yeah. I just ended up taking pictures and going downtown and doing all that. Um, so I was by myself for quite a bit until, you know, I met more people from the photo community on Instagram and stuff like that. But even even during school, I we had projects where, you know, it was pretty broad and you had to kind of come up with the idea and shoot it and edit it all yourself. So it kind of instilled some value of creative direction that you had to know. Mm-hmm. Even if the project was personal, you had to know what direction you're going with the project, right? Yeah. Um, and then I got into, um, I think, I, I don't remember which year it was, but Side Door hit me up because I was shooting for one of the founder's brother's clothing line. And they were like, hey, we're looking for a photographer for our magazine. Um, you know, our mutual friend said, like, you're a good photographer. Can we have, like, an interview? I had the interview, uh, got in as a photographer, and then I started shooting for them for, like, you know, any artist they had on the mag. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I realized, like, hey, I'm... I'm the one making mood boards for a lot of these artists, you know, Um, and I'm the one setting the initial visual direction. So maybe I should give creative direction a go because um, it was just always in my path. And I just never took the leap of faith because in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm a photographer, quote unquote. Right. I'm going to stick to that. But I think there was a lot more freedom in saying like, oh, I can do creative direction, not just photography, because that's. That's another lane. Also, I was new to it. So when it comes to, you know, other great creative directors in the city, I obviously wasn't in the same league. So I had a lot to learn, which was another great experience is like, um, it feels kind of your art can feel kind of dead once you feel like, you know, a lot of the shit. Right. So like there's there's that like zone where, you know, a lot of the technical aspects of something, but you feel like you can't make good work regardless so you're stuck Mm. in that hole right but with creative direction it gave me a new thing to tackle where i didn't really know that much so i got more excited to be like oh shit okay so now i'm learning about you know uh fashion direction now i'm learning about set direction now i'm learning about um how makeup and hair can affect an image right Mm. um and being more specific with certain ideas and you know um talking to more people not just like because when i was a photographer i would only talk to um i'd say like the makeup and the stylist but now i'm talking to like the set designer i'm talking to um if there's like a vfx going on i'm talking to the vfx artist right different stuff that you don't normally think about as a photographer and it's it's really fun man i i think i think it's it's something that like everybody has the capability of doing and it's it's just like a natural path as a creative right yeah i also want to ask you if you have any like any advice for anybody for i guess transitioning from like 
going from basically like sticking to like only photography or videography or whatever they do and kind of just branching out like having like any like advice for branching out like taking that leap because i know a lot of people like kind of limit themselves to like the one thing they're good at they're sticking yeah. to that and are afraid to branch out and like either similar or completely like 180 uh fields of creativity so i want to know if there's anything that helped you kind of like take that leap um i would say um the one thing for me personally is so i used to call myself a photographer so when people are like hey what do you do or like you know when i had meetings with like managements and stuff like that it's like oh you're the photographer okay cool but now the more that i think about it i've also been watching like you know uh i think his name is chris chris doe or something like that he has yeah. a channel on youtube and instagram called the future where you know he's educating freelancers and all that stuff on your brand and your identity and how you handle clients and stuff and the one thing that he said was um you should consider yourself as a problem solver not as a photographer or a graphic designer because the moment you say hey i can solve a creative problem even if you don't know how to do it like if you have that confidence to be like i want to try something new yeah. so if you're you know if you're a photographer and you want to try styling for instance right just it, it's just a matter of like okay what problems are haunting the community or the group or your photo shoots for instance that you don't feel like styling can be where it is and you start doing research on it and you're like okay these are the different problems and then you tackle those problems so it could be something small right it could be in your own photo shoots like hey why don't my clothes look as sick as like another photographer even though it's the same clothes yeah. maybe it's the combination of clothes and the color you know maybe it's the combination of the clothes and the styling or maybe it's just the edit style maybe it doesn't fit your aesthetic right so mm -hmm. then you you have that problem within your own vicinity and then you you you're like, okay, let me try to look into that problem. And then you go into looking into it and now you learn more about styling and now you're more aware of what's going on. And then it just slowly progresses, right? That's basically what I did. Not necessarily for styling, but for creative yeah. direction in general. There was, a, there was a huge problem for me where I actually showed my portfolio at the time to my professor in school. And he was like, oh, all these shots look great, but none of them I would say trace back to you and what he was talking about was mm. there was no sense of identity in the shots yeah. they were all like really clean studio shots right and that kind of put something in my brain like damn that's a problem that I need to figure out is a sense of direction like I really need to hone in on specifically what makes my photos what they are okay. and honestly for me a lot of it led to black and white <laughs> yeah even though it sounds simple i've always loved black and white i if i could shoot black and white for the rest of my life i would um so yeah i, I kind of honed in i think there was one year where i didn't shoot anything but black and white um and that gave me a bigger appreciation for like lighting right gave me a bigger appreciation for like how to direct the models because when it's black and white a lot of distractions are taken out and you're just focused on whoever's in front of the camera. So yeah. it gave me, uh, you know, it, it taught me a lot more about posing the model and uh, interacting with what's in front of the frame, right? Yeah, kind of like more so like focusing more on the feeling rather than just the technical stuff, like rather than focusing on like 
Oh, I need like this at a certain level, this at a certain level. You're more to focus on how, okay, I'm taking this photo. How is it making me feel? How is it going to make someone else feel? How is yeah. the light going to shine here? How is this going to look on here? Um, yeah, yeah. I have a partner. Um, his name is Abdul. I shoot pretty much everything with him. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when he's taking pictures, I assist him. When I'm taking pictures, he assists me. And like, from... A personal point like when i do my personal projects versus his personal projects we're actually on the opposing spectrum where mm -hmm. i'm very impulsive so for instance my thesis project for my school mm -hmm. i didn't really have anything until like two weeks before the <laughs> final work in progress right <laughs> yeah. which is like four months like i didn't because i'm like dude i don't know what to do yeah. and there was like you know i was just doing random shit for the sake of getting progress marks but like i really didn't know what i was doing and then i just you know had an idea became impulsive and boom i had my project whereas for him mm -hmm. he's a way more like uh in-depth person when it comes to his projects right so yeah. he's a person like thinking about okay if i do this project how is it culturally relevant what is it talking about that all the other projects with this topic haven't talked about, right? And the thing is, we kind of balance each other out. That's why we work so well together, right? It's because sometimes I just got to tell him like, yo, bro, stop thinking so much. Fuck it. Just do it. Yeah. And sometimes he's got to tell me like, yo, slow down and think a little bit more about your project, right? So I think having that like, like, um what's it called companionship in a creative yeah. industries where like you can balance each other out and even though you guys have different styles of doing things like mm -hmm. finding a middle ground and helping each other learn is you know is amazing i think yeah definitely like having a good community and like support system obviously uh helps a lot with your creative endeavors or even your projects um next question i want to ask you actually is when reaching out to people like like either brands internships whatever um is there anything that you think has changed like, at least over the years has changed um when you approach either a person uh, like a model or a company or whatever you know you're anyone you're interested in like shooting with is there any way you've changed your approach from you know for example when you graduated school to like at least now with your creative direction and, and doing photography like from when you're doing it just photography to also doing creative direction and photography yeah i mean uh, i still haven't graduated i still got a year to go because i have oh, okay. my electives um yeah. so i took a year off and then i'm going back to finish oh, see, off my electives because i didn't want to go back right after covid especially because yeah. i knew there'd be a lot more stuff open and a lot more work yeah um but for the question like when you when i started off at least it was a lot of reaching out through Instagram, right? Because mm -hmm. I was like, what, in high school, probably like 17, 16, 17, 18, maybe 18 years old. Yeah. Um, and I was reaching out to a lot of these like Instagram models, quote unquote, right? And like yeah. saying like, hey, we can do a shoot. Here's some ideas and just doing Instagram trends. That's basically how I started, right? And mm -hmm. to be honest, I also really like rooftoping. So I'd go rooftoping and mm -hmm. just explore areas, right? But over time, I think there is like a balance of people coming to you for the work that you produce and there's a balance of you reaching out to people because you think that you'd be a good fit right yeah so when you have you know a certain body of work you obviously want people to reach out to you and that's a great thing right because then they're reaching out to you for how you shoot for your style right mm -hmm. and so you don't really 
get this feeling that you have to compromise your art, right? Because they're coming to you for a reason. But now I think there is a level of there's only so many people that you can reach out to on Instagram and stuff before, mm. you know, you shoot with a lot of them and then you don't really have anything more to offer. So I think what I've been doing is finding new angles onto how I can be useful. So I was talking to um, a friend of mine, Angelica. She's mm. uh, a house alumni and she's a great director. Um, and she was saying like, I was like, you know, I was asking a question saying like, hey, how can I approach people in the bigger leagues like for instance Lamar Taylor or Sean Brown yeah. or all these people who you know could give me work with like their artists and people that they're doing stuff with right and the one thing that she said is find a service that they need and attack that service so that they can just put you to use mm. because my initial thing was oh I'm just gonna make a portfolio of all my work and send it to them you know, yeah. and they'll, you know, hopefully they'll recognize that I have good work <laughs> and put me, put me with their artists or whatever. But the more I thought about it, it's like, these guys probably get a ridiculous amount of emails and requests. So yeah. if you just have like, you know, one short email or whatever, reaching out to be like, Hey, this is me. I, you know, I, this is the service I provide. This is what I think would be useful to you. Here's my portfolio and my credit resume and done. Right. And the thing is not every time they're going to reach out to you, but I found more success in finding something specific that a management needs or an artist needs rather than like just being like, yo, let me do a shoot for you. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Cause there's like, I don't know, they can yeah, always get content. Progress. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's so, there's so many people and for Don Valley, it was like a, 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 a friend of mine hit me up to do a cover for him. Right. Yeah. Or like a song. And then we just built a natural relationship and he liked shooting with me and Abdul and we liked shooting with him a lot. And then when I was on set, I was like, you know, I was like, hey, I, I think creative direction is really cool. I would really like to do it. And then the next one, he's like, okay, how about you help me make a treatment for a music video? Right? So it's just yeah. like also building those relationships with people you already have those relationships with and kind of like being like, hey, here's something else I can add for you, right? Just always being of use because mm -hmm. I, 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 over time, I've kind of like, you know, when you look back and you're like, damn, I kind of wish I didn't do that type thing. Exactly. Regret kind of. Yeah. I, I wish like that I knew at the time to be of you uh, more of a use than just be an inspiration. That's the difference yeah. is when you're sending a whole bunch of work to a whole bunch of people that you think is good, you become an inspiration rather than a service. And the thing is, that's a cool thing, right? Like, oh shit, you know, this guy just sent me a bunch of his work. It really inspires me. It looks cool. It's whatever. But if you're not really making a living out of it, then you're not really going anywhere and making more work, right? Yeah. So that's 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 a huge thing is just finding whatever you think people uh, need and being, being a service for, even if it's out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah, kind of taking steps out of your comfort zone to kind of get you in a better position with like you know reaching out to people and reaching out to like, let's say you want to work for a company that company or brand whatever or for anybody you kind of find what they need and you work on that specific thing and then you can be like hey present it as that and then they'd be like oh well like we actually do need that rather yeah. than just being the photographer the hundredth photographer that sends them the portfolio of, like on behance or something yeah yeah exactly exactly 
and I, I think like I don't know Instagram DMs can work um, you know my thing is just fucking do it anyways like dude I've literally messaged <laughs> fucking Kanye's manager on Instagram you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to be like hey I think I could add a lot to Kanye and that's like yeah. you know you have you those shoot, moments where yeah. like yeah I'm shooting my shot you know because yeah. you never know you actually never know some people be checking their you know DMs and just looking at work right so it's just like just reaching out as much as possible and just trying to find an angle right that's the biggest thing yeah I think we wrap things up in the podcast though. Bish, tell them, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, my name is Bishop Prethi. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at dear Bish, D E A R B I S H. Uh, I don't really have a Facebook or Twitter to be honest, mm-hmm. so that's pretty much the only platform. All right, well, thank you for being on the podcast. By the way, it's a pleasure. No problem, man. Thank you for having me. All right, and thank you anybody who's listening currently. We are available on YouTube. If you're listening on any audio platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, we're available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And we shall see you guys next week. Peace.